When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Many of you may not know this, but I am a huge, huge sports fan and have been my entire life, literally since I was a young boy. When I was five and six years old, I used to read uh, box scores for all of the baseball games. that I Baseball used to be my sport when I was a little boy uh, for all the baseball games and memorize all the stats. And I actually thought about going into sports management for years as, as a young person. And I want to wade into the conversation of who is the greatest basketball player of all time. And for, t- for today's conversation, just for today, I'm going to narrow it down to Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Yes, Kareem should be in the conversation. Arguably, Wilt should be in the conversation. Bill Russell should no doubt be in the conversation. But just for today, I'm going to narrow it down to Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I've said Michael Jordan my entire life. Today, I think I'm going to make a different argument. Just hear me out, all right? This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. I'm 41 years old, which means I grew up as a child following the entire career of Michael Jordan Uh, from literally from college. You know, I I grew up right outside of Lexington, Kentucky, where college basketball is everything. So I grew up watching Michael Jordan in college, uh, watched him in the pros, including the slam dunk contest. I think I watched damn near every Michael Jordan playoff game that was televised in Kentucky. Again, this was before uh, big sports packages and all of that. And so all of his nationally televised games, particularly I watched every game he ever played in, in the NBA finals. I mean, I had the Jordan posters and for me, he was larger than life. And as a kid, I, really didn't understand what it meant during the Los Angeles riots, during other horrible moments of injustice in this country. I didn't really understand as a child what it meant when Jordan wouldn't comment on any of those things, like wouldn't mention them, would hardly acknowledge them, and would would never speak out against them. I just didn't understand it. I mean, I was I was a little boy— I know now in retrospect that other athletes in the league were trying to speak out against them, but former retired athletes, uh, including some of the greatest athletes of all time, were saying like, yeah, he should be saying more. And while there's an argument that during the 80s and early 90s, 
very few athletes were speaking out in the way that Colin Kaepernick or LeBron James does today. That argument doesn't really hold muster for me because in a much more dangerous period in American history, great athletes spoke out all the time, including the greatest basketball players from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to to Bill Russell and so many others like spoke out in a major way, putting their careers and livelihood on the line. So Michael Jordan not speaking out, it was a choice. And I, I said that as a segue, not just to talk about LeBron, but to talk for a moment about Muhammad Ali. And of course, <laughs> Muhammad Ali, you know, we call him, uh, you know, the greatest in great part because he also called himself the greatest. <laughs> he was a showman. Um, and yes, he was an Olympic gold medalist, uh, you know, a boxing world champion, uh, who, who not only won the championship, but spoke out so strongly against injustice, including the, the Vietnam war that it cost him several years of his career. And he did something that so few people could ever do losing several years of his career. He came back and was a champion again and again. And a huge, huge part of why many people, including boxing purists, boxing experts, a huge part of why we call Muhammad Ali the greatest is not because he was undefeated. He was not. He lost many boxing matches. And he not only lost some really horrible boxing matches at the end of his career. He lost some very tough fights in in the prime of his career. And those losses in a lot of ways are factored out of why we consider Muhammad Ali the greatest in great part because he was also the greatest outside of the ring. Yes, with his talking and showmanship, but with his activism, with the sacrifices that he made, with just his his character. And when you think of who the greatest boxer of all time is, it's not just an analysis of punches thrown. That's not really how that goes. In in that case. Um, there are arguably boxers with better records than Muhammad Ali, more knockouts than Muhammad Ali, uh, more punches thrown, more punches landed, more there, there are boxers with better defense than Muhammad Ali. There are boxers who've won more championships in different weight classes than Muhammad Ali, which is an amazing feat. There are boxers who've won five and six championships in different in five or six different weight classes which is crazy and so from a pure boxing perspective there are lots of arguments to say well listen this person never lost this person was better at this or that or even this person put together uh, a better a better highlight reel than Muhammad Ali But when you consider who the greatest boxer of all time is, 
with Muhammad Ali, it's not just the boxing. It is the boxing. He was a a special, brilliant, fantastic boxer, no doubt. But when you call him the greatest, you not only factor into that equation, his boxing, but his whole life during his boxing career. And that's what makes Muhammad Ali the greatest, which takes me back to the argument over whether or not it's Michael Jordan or LeBron James who is the greatest basketball player of all time. Right after the break, I'm going to dig in a little bit more and make the argument. Be right back. Like so many of you right now, I'm trying to live a healthier life. And one step in doing this is one that a lot of people forget. It's staying hydrated. That's why Hydrant is so great. Hydrant has created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into your water to more efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It's full of essential vitamins and minerals. And my favorite flavor is lime. It tastes great. And it's actually made with real fruit juice powder. I hope you check it out. We've got a special deal right now for all of our listeners. To save 25% off of your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com breakdown and then enter our promo code breakdown at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K, drink, hydrant, H-Y-D-R-A-N-T, dot com slash breakdown and enter the promo code breakdown for 25% off of your first order. Again, that's drinkhydrate.com slash breakdown. Enter the promo code breakdown to save 25% off. We, of course, thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hydrant, where water meets wellness. Check it out. Let me know what you think. For nearly 30 years, I've argued that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. And tomorrow I may still make that argument, okay? I don't know that I could ever let off of it. It's so deeply ingrained (laughs) in who I am and how I've seen the game over the years. Um, There are a few things that I always say when I say that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. I say that he went to six championships, to six NBA finals, and won all six. He was six of six. That is spectacular. I mean, that's amazing. He went six times and won all six times. He was finals MVP all six times. He has the highest scoring average in NBA history and so much about being a great player in the NBA is about scoring. Although that looks a little different nowadays because now when you look at who leads the league in scoring it, it a lot of times it's, it's James Harden and it's like, but he doesn't make it out of the second round of the playoffs. And so it's a little harder to argue that just being the scoring leader is, is as spectacular as we once thought it was. But those arguments, including he won multiple Olympic gold medals, he won uh, a college basketball championship, all of those things, they matter. And 
he was larger than life as a sports icon. And I think that matters as well. He really, to me, made the modern NBA what it what it is today. And I don't think any players in the NBA would argue that. But who Michael Jordan was off the court um, pales in comparison to who LeBron James is off the court. What LeBron says, even on the court, speaking out against police brutality, speaking out against voter suppression, uh, against racism and bigotry, literally naming Donald Trump and speaking out against Donald Trump. Like, I, I wish that Jordan did a little bit of that. <laughs> he never even dibble-dabbled in it. Like, he was completely agnostic publicly when it came to injustice. Just refused, in capital letters, bold print, to talk about the most difficult issues. Now, LeBron James has won four different NBA titles. He has gone 10 times. Now, some people say, well, well, that means he's lost six. Well, I look at that differently now. And let me tell you, I don't hear anybody making this argument. LeBron James has gone to the finals four more times than Jordan. Now, Jordan played 15 years. Nine years that he played, he never even went. He didn't make it to the finals in nine of those years. And for some reason, we don't hold that against Jordan, but we hold LeBron making it to the finals and losing against him. But nine seasons, Jordan didn't even make it to that round to lose. He lost before he got there. So I look at that six for six. I mean, that's spectacular. But there are many seasons where he lost the round before the finals. He lost two rounds before the finals. And to me, it is a greater thing to make it to the finals and lose than to lose before you got there. And so it's arguable that LeBron has to win six to be considered better than Mike or on Mike's level. If that's your argument, okay. He has now played more games in the finals than anybody in NBA history, more minutes, more points. He is close, I think, to having the most assist of anybody in NBA finals history as well. And I have to balance who he is, LeBron, 360 degrees from not only the school that he started, but he, he helps lead that school. He funds that school, and it's doing spectacular work. My wife and I know uh, some of the teachers there at the school, and we are so amazingly proud. Starting a school is one of the most difficult things you can do. And it's the 360 degrees of LeBron being so damn good. at his, he's, he's about to turn 36. When Michael was 36, he was playing for the Washington Wizards and was a bit of a shell of himself. At, at this stage of his life, LeBron is better than almost any player in NBA history at this stage of the game. I, I don't even think almost. 36-year-old LeBron is better than any 36-year-old player in NBA history ever. 
And considering all of LeBron's career, I just think, I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time, but the argument for him being the greatest of all time, it's there. I know we could argue against it. Today I'm arguing for it. Listen, I've got to run. Mondays I always have a, a day f- stuffed full of meetings. Have to run to meetings. Love and appreciate all of you. If you have not already uh, chipped in to become a patron, we need your support at patreon.com slash the breakdown. This podcast is fully funded by the generous support of all of our listeners. Please go now to patreon.com slash the breakdown. Break it down. Hey, my name is Brandon Janice, and I'm the host of Sick Empire, a brand new podcast brought to you by the North Star. On Sick Empire, I interview New Yorkers who, in different ways, fight on the front lines for change in the city during the coronavirus pandemic. Please listen to hear a unique mix of stories from essential workers, small business owners, artists, and elected officials who are all experiencing the chaos of COVID in their own ways. Listen to Sick Empire on all streaming platforms. And you can support the show and any of our other podcasts by heading over to thenorthstar.com and becoming a member. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.